Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Welcome. We are so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Come on in. We saved you the best spot. You say, well, where is it? It's right in front of your screen. So (laughs) get a notepad and get a pencil or paper or something, some kind of device. Get your Bible, but bring your faith and take notes on what God would say to you. It's important that we receive our healing. But I tell you, after we receive, as, as we, that healing is manifest in our body, we have to know how to hold fast right. to our healing, how to keep your healing. Yes. Amen. Yes. So this is what we're teaching on right now. Uh, we invite you to go back, watch previous episodes. Um, no matter what method you received healing through, you're still going to have to be the one to hold fast to it right. by yourself. Yes. 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 Amen. Now somebody else may join their faith as they're helping you hold fast, but they can't substitute for you not holding fast. You can't turn your healing over to somebody else to hold to. You have to hold to it. Why? Because Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he will launch counterattacks against us with pains and symptoms, the old familiar conditions trying to come back on us, Mm -hmm. trying to get somebody to be duped, Mm -hmm. thinking that they're now again sick. Well, you are the healed. You're not trying to get healed. You are the healed and we're running running sickness off our health. No, you don't. We're running symptoms off. We're running pain off. No, you don't. You're not taking mine. It's not trying to get it, not trying to get that healing. We are the healed. We are the healed. We are the healed. The day you were born again, you moved into that position. You are the healed. I don't care if you've been, if you've had pain and symptoms for 30 years, you're still the healed just like you're the saved. That's right. It's the same thing. And uh, we're running symptoms off. We're running pain off. We're running conditions off. And how do we do that? Through what we say. Amen. Amen. We have to believe the right thing, say the right thing. But the devil will try to, those symptoms will try to come back Mm -hmm. to try to dupe us Mm -hmm. into thinking we're we're sick. No, we're not sick. We're the healed. We are the healed. And uh, we're keeping those things off. And so we have to resist them so they don't come back and infringe on no squatters on our heat, on our health. Amen. No sickness squatting on our health. Amen. We, we keep it off. Um, but if we're going to maintain healing that has been received, and what I'm talking about when that healing is in manifestation, you have received a manifestation of that healing. The devil tries to bring back old things, tries to bring, but to keep him off, you have to do something. You have to do something. Well, God, you, you may say, well, God's the one that keeps him off. Only at your invitation. Amen. Amen. God does not bypass us in this life of health. We have a role that's included in it. It's his power that does the work, but we have to leave the door open for his power to work. The word tells us Jesus went everywhere teaching, preaching, and healing. Teaching, preaching, and healing. It's a package deal. They go together. So notice this, to arrive at healing, you got to go through the teaching and the preaching. Amen. Amen. To receive that. Well, 
to hold fast to your healing, you need to go through the teaching and the preaching. You need to be taught. We, yes. need to, we need to hear the word taught. We need to hear the word preached. Yes. That what's that mean? We don't just value healing. We value the word. Yes. We value hearing the word. We value meditating on the word. We value speaking the word. We value doing the word. Because when we are doers of the word, when we know what the word says, the devil cannot overthrow us. Those who don't know what the word says, when they're not taught the word, they're easily overthrown. So to keep your healing, you have to be taught the word. So when you, once you receive healing, that's not the time to sit back and relax and go, I'm done. Everything's as it should be. Well, for it to stay as it should be, you have to know something. When Jesus went everywhere teaching, preaching, and healing, and we know this, Isaiah, excuse me, Hosea in chapter 4, verse 6 said this, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. So what is that? Ignorance opens the door to the devil. The devil's counting on ignorance to gain entrance. Um, So when Jesus went everywhere teaching and preaching the word as well as healing, but he taught it and he preached it first, what was he doing? He's running ignorance out. He went everywhere running out ignorance, teaching, preaching, and healing. Amen. So we have to value uh, that word. Then the enemy can't steal from us when we know the right thing. That's right. Uh, uh, ignorance is expensive. Amen. Gaining knowledge will cost you something, but ignorance is far more expensive. It'll cost you. It can cost you everything. So, uh, thank God for the word. We were looking as we as we finished up on the previous episode. We were looking at First Thessalonians chapter five verse twenty one that tells us hold fast that which is good. So what this shows us is good things are not automatic. They have to be held fast to. Then Revelations chapter three verse eleven says hold hold that fast which thou hast. I like the wording there, which thou hast. Because you're born again, you have healing. You have wholeness. You have health. I don't care what your body's doing. That's your position. You have the healed position. You have the whole position. W-H-O-L-E. The wholeness. The position of wholeness is ours. Why? Because healing is ours. So we're holding fast to that. And when symptoms come, we say, no, you don't. Because why? We're holding fast to what we already have. Meaning we already have these things, but we have to run off things that we have allowed to be squatters (laughs) and have interfered with what we have. Amen. Resist the devil and he will flee from you is what James 4 verse 7 tells us. Many think this, uh, since Jesus, because we know this, Jesus defeated Satan stripped him of his authority over us, of his power over us, mm-hmm. Let, reduced him to nothing, mm-hmm. took, him, right. took him all the way down mm-hmm. below zero. Yes. So he is a defeated foe. And people will say, if Satan is defeated, then how come I have to hold fast to my healing? Mm-hmm. Why, why can't I just mm-hmm. receive my healing and then hold fast to it? Because although Satan is defeated, he's not yet imprisoned. He's still on the earth. He's still trying to deceive Mm -hmm. 
steal things from us because he's not yet imprisoned. One day he will be imprisoned and he will lose all contact with humanity. But today he, but in the present, he is still in contact with humanity. That's why we hold fast. That's why we hold fast. So we fight the good fight of faith. What is the good fight of faith? It includes a fight of words. It includes a fight of not believing feelings more than you believe what God says. Never believe anything more than you believe what God says. You get that? Never believe anything more than you believe what God says. Don't believe your body more than you believe what God says. Don't believe your, your loved ones more than you believe what God says. Don't even believe the own, your own mind's reasonings more than you believe what God says. Amen. So the good fight of faith, to fight it, it's a fight of words holding to what God says. When, it, when the thoughts bombard the mind, You've been this way a long time. It'll never get better. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. You answer things. You answer wrong words. That's called fighting the good fight of faith. Continually say what God's word says about your healing, regardless of thoughts that, that the enemy threatens you with. The only power the devil has left since, since Jesus stripped him, the only power he has left is that of suggestion. Talking. Talk, 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 talk. That's all he's got. He's left is his tongue. And with his talk, he tries to deceive you out of what's yours. So regardless, regardless of what comes against you, continually say what God's word says about your healing, regardless of the thoughts, regardless of the threats, regardless of the symptoms you may feel in your body. Mm-hmm. No matter what you feel, you, you are still to believe I'm still the healed. I don't care what I feel. I am still the healed. I don't have to get healing. I am the healed. I've got healing. These two words are important, get or got. One letter makes the difference. One letter. So slight. It's the little foxes that spoil the vine. That one little letter is going to mean mean a difference in how you treat that and how you think. I've got to get healing. I've got to get. No, you don't. You've you've got healing. It's get the E out of the get and get the O in the got. You've got those those things have to be in the right form. I'm not trying to get healing. I've got healing. So because I got it, devil, you, you don't. So get off what I got. Get off what I've got. Amen. So you have to confess that you have got it. And once that's in manifestation, like I said, we're trying to teach you how to keep your healing. Uh, You have to confess. You have to confess God's word. That's how you release your faith. That's how you keep that door open to the power of God. It's not your faith that heals you. It's God's power that heals you. But faith opens the door for the power of God to heal. So after healing is received, keep that door open. How do you keep that door open? Keep speaking the word. That the confession of it keeps the door open. Now go with me to Hebrews chapter four in verse 14. I want us to read this. Hebrews four verse 14 reads, seeing then 
that we have a great high priest. I like that Jesus is called the great high priest. I like that word great. What's that mean? He's excellent at his, at his role. He's excellent in his performance as high priest. He's a great one. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our profession or that word is also confession. Our profession of what? Our confession of what? Of what God said, of what God has made ours. Notice this. We have to pay attention to this phrase. We have a great high priest, the son of God. Then look at this. Let us. We have something to do with this now. It's not enough that he's there as high priest. We have to do something because he's there as high priest. Verse 15, for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. So what's this mean? He faced everything you're facing and never failed. We are not going to enjoy God's best because we've done everything right. We're going to enjoy God's best because he did everything right. Amen. And that's why he's a great high priest. He's done everything right. So because he has done everything right, let us hold fast. Let us hold fast to our profession or confession. What is our confession? No, Jesus won me my victory, devil, you get off. Jesus made me the healed, get off. Jesus made my body whole, get off. Hold fast to that confession. And I'm talking to people that have already been healed, not in fear of it being lost. Listen, I'm going to tell you something, not fearful that it'll be lost, but just what are you doing? You're occupying. You're occupying that victory ground by saying, oh, it's so good to be healed. It's so good to be healed. It's so good to be healed. So it's not trying to get him healed or uh, trying to get him to heal. It's not trying to keep, um, if I could say this, it's not trying to keep the devil off. It's just always having the right words in your mouth. So when he shows up, you're already saying the right thing. Listen, when you walk by faith every day, you don't have to change anything. When the devil shows up, you're already in faith. Make faith your lifestyle. Then he will, he cannot overthrow you. You can't stop him from showing up, but you can already be in the right flow. And it won't be but a moment that it takes for him to flee once you resist him when you're living a life of faith, a life of saying the right thing, saying the word of God. Amen. Now, it calls Jesus the high priest. As our high priest, he's listening. He's listening for us. Um, As we said, seeing that we have a great high priest, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our profession. So notice our high priest is listening for us. That's why he's telling us, let us hold fast because he's listening to us. What we're saying gives him permission to fulfill what we confess. Because he is the high priest of our confession. What's that mean? He's going to see to it that what we confess comes to pass. God will not force himself on anyone. That's why we have to hold fast our profession or confession of the word because our confession of faith invites him to work in our behalf. Amen. Amen. 
Hebrews 10 and verse 23, just six chapters later, where we still have this instruction to us. Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Why? For he's faithful, that promise. He'll do his part. When we do our part, we open the door for him to do his part. So when, what is our part? It's holding fast to saying what God says in the face of opposition. Mm-hmm. And then when we do our part, that, that opens the door for him to keep being that faithful high priest. He's a faithful high priest, yes. but it gives him something to fulfill what we say. If we don't say it, he can't fulfill it. That's why he's telling us, let us hold fast. Amen. No matter what the circumstances, our feelings, the symptoms in our body, we're to continue Mm -hmm. to say what the word says. Don't confess and talk about the problem because he cannot be the high priest of a wrong confession. (laughs) He cannot cannot be the high priest of something that is not in the word. Amen. Talk the word. Don't talk about and hash and rehash the problems and the situations. Talk about and confess the word and what God's provided. Um, Years ago, a woman had hands laid on her by a leading evangelist that had a strong healing ministry. And she instantly received her sight. She was born blind. And she would have been in her 40s, 40s or 50s, when this minister laid hands on her and she instantly received her sight. So can you imagine what that, what life was like for her? Yes. Um, after several days, <clears throat> she began losing sight. Um, she fought the good fight of faith as her sight was getting weaker and weaker and weaker. She fought the good fight of faith by holding to what God said. And for the next three weeks, not only did her sight get worse, she went back completely blind over the next three weeks. And the entire time it looked like it was getting worse. In the entire time that it looked like she was back to complete darkness again, she said, thank God I'm the healed. What was she doing? Holding fast. When it looked like it was getting worse, she just kept holding fast. Why? Because that was holding the door open for the great high priest to make sure that what she confessed was fulfilled in her. See, we're pretty good at holding fast for about half a day. No, holding fast is the way we live. It's the way we live. It's not a stop and start. Holding fast is our lifestyle. It's the flow of faith. And uh, we just hold fast. And I'm so thankful that she didn't let the passing of time talk her out mm-hmm. of her miracle. Right. Right. I'm so glad that she didn't let the passing of time, those three weeks that she lost her sight again. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad she didn't let it convince her that her redemption was lost. That her healing, who's part of that, re- that's part of that redemption, it wasn't lost to her. She just kept holding fast. This is what I see when I study these wonderful faith pioneers of old. One of the primary things that I see about them is they say people quit too soon. Mm -hmm. That's right. 
people don't know how mm -hmm. to continue. Yes. People know how to continue if things start turning and going favorable uh -huh. real quick. Yeah. But if it, do, if it looks like it's getting worse, uh, if the symptoms and circumstances continue to get worse, you continue to get stronger. Right. I'm, I'm telling you, that's your role. Continue to get stronger, to get bolder. What about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? <laughs> Things got worse for them. When they decided they were not going to bow and uh, the king, to the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up, the king, the king called in front of him. It got worse. They had a personal counseling meeting with the king. The king gave an announcement to all those dignitaries that day. You're going to bow and worship. So he wasn't spotlighting them. Right. But when everybody bowed, they're the only ones standing. It's easy to see who's not complying, yeah. right? Right. right? So word was brought to the king. These three men didn't bow. So now the king calls them to him. Now they got a per. It's getting worse. Yeah. It's not. It's not longer just a general order. Now it's specific and personal. He's got these three in front of him, and then the king says, "I'm going to give you another chance, and you're going to bow down." And they said, "We're not careful to answer you in this matter." If you throw us in, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us and he will. And if not, if you don't throw us in, let it be known we're still not bowing. And that made the king, that was, that, no, that was not a, a kingly type response that he was looking for. And it made him angry. He said, heat that furnace seven times hotter. Now, this is what I want you to see. They were so bold mm -hmm. and so sure. A furnace would have killed them, naturally speaking. Right. Right. Why heat it hotter? Are you questioning yeah. their yeah. boldness? Yeah. Does their boldness make you doubt your strategy? Uh, that you've got to amp it up? Yeah. <laughs> you've got to increase it? Yeah. It's not because your fire is so great. I think he maybe question. They were so bold. He said, wait a minute. I better make it hotter. When it gets worse, sometimes that's a sign your boldness and your stand is making the devil so question his strategy that he's got to amp it up because he's now questioning because your faith is making him question instead of his device making you question. Make him question his devices. Don't make his devices make you turn into questioning God or questioning the word. Amen. And what happened? He heated it seven times hotter. No doubt now we're going to have a miracle here. <laughs> right? I so appreciate that God showed, God allowed it. We see in the situation that the furnace was working that day because when the guards, the military men went to throw them in, they, the fire came out and licked them up. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego watched men that were escorting them to the fire burned up by the fire, but they didn't question God delivering them. Even though they watched others suffer and die from that fire, not me. I don't care what you see happen to others, not you. Not you. They didn't back down and question that while they're watching their guards burn up. 
right? right. Yes. Very dramatic scene. Yes. But their faith was not wavering. They held fast. That this is not a human ordinary faith. I would dare to say when they went as far as they could with their own faith, another faith came called the spirit of faith, Amen. called the gift of faith yes. that came and enabled them to be immovable in that situation. Yes. They were thrown into that fire and the king who talked to three men face to face now starts looking unsound because he turns and <laughs> to his advisors and those around him say, did not we cast three men in? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. He said, then why do I see four Whoa. loose oh. and walking? Ah, they're not struggling. Yeah. They're walking. Right. They're not hindered. Right. They're not hindered. They're making movement right. in this opposition. Yeah. Amen. They're not being pushed down. Right. They're not being pushed back. Yeah. They're just keep the movement still going on because they did not back up on their profession of faith and divine faith came and empowered them. But not only that, when they came out of that fire, the king said, their God is God and gave the edict. Now this is the one the nation worships. They changed the entire nation that day because they just held to their profession. You will change, you'll change your entire household, your entire future, your entire future generations when you know how to hold fast. Amen. Praise the Lord. It is our privilege to hold fast. It's not a hardship. It is our privilege. It is our, it is our exit out of any test to know how to hold fast, to rejoice in it. Amen. Well, we've, we're not done. I've got many, many pages. So you don't want to miss next time because all of this is part of our victory. We must be skillful with our victory. Victory belongs to us. We don't have to win it, but we must become skillful with the victory that's ours. So you don't want to miss next time. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.